I want to get to the word of the Lord this morning and uh, share with you some things that I feel upon my heart to share. And I hope that uh, it's uh, something that will bless you. And uh, praise God. Let's look into the word of the Lord. This morning, I want to preach uh, and speak to you about uh, he still heals, or I believe in miracles. Praise God. I believe in miracles. God is able. Uh, the Lord is able. He is the same, the Bible says, yesterday, today, and forever. I want to go to the book of Isaiah. Now, I am going to uh, try and to share with you, amen, the uh, the word of the Lord this morning. And uh, if I can bring the word of God up uh, by way of this, praise God. Let me just uh, uh, do it like this. Amen to God. Now, in the uh, scripture, I want to go to Isaiah and uh, chapter 53, and I'm going to go to verse 4. Now, here we are, verse 4 and verse 5. Now, it says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. I want to go also to First Peter uh, in the New Testament, chapter 2. And uh, let me go to the uh, last verse. Well, the next to the last verse here. Amen. It says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Oh, I'm going to tell you, there's so much truth that is in this verse. Uh, the scripture uh, talks about um, who he is, but uh, it tells us um, in reference to this Old Testament prophet Isaiah, where he talked about uh, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Now, the Old Testament says we are healed. The New Testament says ye were healed. It's all pointing to the cross. It's pointing to the sufferings of our Lord. You see, in the Old Testament, they looked ahead. But in the New Testament, we look back to what he has done for us. And so he, it's by his stripes you he were healed. Healing is so much a part 
it is so much a, a wonderful part of the uh, uh, the the ministry of the Lord. Uh, there is uh, a study that was made by someone of the miracles of Jesus while he was on earth. And uh, they found, and this is very interesting, they found that uh, uh, the, the uh, of all of them compiled, that 11% of them was uh, the, how, how shall we say, 11% of them was casting out demons. And 16% of them was natural miracles. Food, water, turn to wine, uh, nature, peace be still to the storm, uh, the breaking of the bread and the fish, the multiplying. It's only 16%. But you know how much percentage made up physical healings? 73%. Three quarters of his ministry of miracles was in the realm of physical healings. I, I think that's that's very significant to us. And it seems that every time that Jesus taught on the kingdom, uh, he performed a miracle. His wonders were signs of the kingdom. And the prophets foresaw healing as a substantial part of the kingdom of God. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. To know what he did for us and, and what he's able to do for us today. Uh, his own self. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Praise God. Oh, I'm going to tell you, doctors, now I, I'm not against doctors. You understand that. We, we go to doctors. I have my personal physician, Dr. Ponte is very precious, uh, lady and and uh she she cares for us well and uh uh that's that's my doctor and my my wife uh, uh you know her she she goes to uh uh dr Kenor. and so uh we we go to different doctors but uh they they care for us so well and uh doctors deal with the natural they deal with the natural and and we understand that, and it's important. But you know what the word I'm looking at right now? Supernatural. Supernatural is, is more than natural. Uh, Jesus is more than a physician. He is the great physician. <laughs> oh, uh, he, it's more than natural. He deals in the super natural. God is my superhero. <laughs> uh, what makes a hero become a superhero? Because he does something beyond the natural. 
He can leap over tall buildings. <laughs> he can climb walls and fly through the air. If a man can control it, it's not supernatural. Amen. But when the Lord steps in, he can take beyond natural. He created nature. He he is the one that holds it in his hands and he can command it. That's why he could speak to the the waters that was waves that was about to overtake the, the ship. The wind and the waves are boisterous, the Bible says. And when Jesus looked at it, he said, peace, be still. And immediately it became a calm. And they were amazed at the power that he had. What an amazing God we serve. God is able. Amen. There are so many miracles of the scripture that show the supernatural abilities of God. Amen. Uh, there, there was the the lepers, um, and uh, the scripture tells us about how that they came and and uh, into the camp of the enemy, and and uh, there was all that food, and God opened the door. He, he ended that famine. Uh, the Elijah Elijah was fed by a widow, where there was just enough oil and enough meal to make enough cakes for that day, and he was sustained through the remainder of that uh, famine. What an amazing uh, provision. Naaman was healed of leprosy in a most unique way. He was dipping down in the River Jordan seven times. It didn't happen on the sixth time. It happened on the seventh time. Oh, I'm going to tell you that that's what happened. It was supernatural. The Red Sea parted. Uh, Daniel in the lion's den. Do you remember? These are supernatural things. There were miracles, uh, including the Holy Ghost outpouring uh, in the book of Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 3, the lame man was healed. Acts chapter 5, verse 18 through 28, the apostles were delivered by an angel in prison. And uh, Acts chapter 9, Dorcas was raised from the dead. Acts chapter 12, Peter was delivered from prison by an angel. Uh, Acts chapter 12, uh, the death of Herod. Uh, Acts chapter 16, a young girl was delivered of the spirit of divination. Uh, Acts 16 and 25, there was an earthquake at prison when Paul and Silas prayed and sang. Acts 19, 11 through 12, God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases from them and the evil spirits departed from them. Uh, amen. The, the, these diseases left them uh, and uh, evil spirits departed from them. Uh, Acts 28, Paul was delivered of a snake bite. Uh, Acts 28, also the healing of Publius's father. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's something that we need to understand uh, that it is God uh, that is in control. Uh, he's in control of these things, and we put it in his hands, knowing that with God, uh, all things are possible. I was reading something 
uh, someone wrote, and I, I would like to share some of that with you today. Uh, uh, there, there was a, a time when, uh, uh, and and I, this may fit with somebody this morning. I I just felt led to talk about healing and uh, miracles and what God can do for us. Um, and uh, sometimes the enemy will attack you uh, during your time of sickness. Let me just talk about that. Uh, somebody wrote uh, uh, about COVID and the Christian. Uh, back when COVID hit, and I remember back in 22, uh, I'm just reminiscing a moment here, uh, how that, my, there was so many people sick, and it was terrible, and including myself. And I ended up in the hospitals, the sickest I've ever been in my life. And uh, I think it it surely was a, a, the worst I had ever experienced. But uh, at the beginning of that pandemic, uh, many people were hoping that Psalms 91 would be true for us as Christians in relationship to uh, COVID. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Oh, how many times that, you know, I'm claiming it and I'm believing it. And uh, the observation can be made since the very beginning that that was not and is not the case. Uh, we all watched as men and women of deep faith held in the highest regard, contracted it, passed it around, and even died in its uh, ravages. And so it was something that was uh, uh, difficult uh, to, uh, to, to, you know, put your uh, mind around that to try to grasp what was going on. Why is this happening? Uh, uh, one, a great uh, prophet of God, uh, Eli Hernandez was on his, was scheduled to come here for the first time. And I was looking so forward to it and he got sick and died. And we just uh, felt like, oh my, that, that, that's should not be. And so many things. And it's not just COVID. There's times when sickness can come, uh, upon people, cancers and, and things. It can be difficult, um, uh, to uh, to uh, attain to that and try to uh, grasp, but why is these things happening? And these kind of things can challenge some tightly held beliefs. And uh, it's been hypothesized that uh, uh, that uh, the reason some got sick and died was that they had fear rather than faith. And uh, I, that's really not accurate. Um, I've seen wonderful people that were not full of fear. Um, I've I've been by the bedside of uh, uh, even a preacher that was just a, a man of God of great faith, and he held on. and 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 I re I recall how that uh, he, he talked about how that uh, uh, the the journey the journey of what he was going through was so exciting because. He knew that uh, without a true miracle, he was going to be with the Lord. And so he just grasped a hold of that. I'm going to be with the Lord. 
and uh, and he he gave that to his family that that feeling of elation that I'm going to this is not a time to cry uh, but it's a time to recognize that uh, all things are in his hands and and uh, in, in general death and all the contributing factors are a result of uh you you understand all things like that uh, are a result of the curse god put on humanity for rebellion and disobedience and that's not new it started in genesis chapter 3 and we know that there's a principle stated in scripture that is universal it reigns on the just and on the unjust I, i'm saying a lot but Sickness does not check your baptismal certificate um, or if you have been ordained. It, it doesn't come and say, I'm, I need to check because I'm only going to uh, be on those that uh, haven't been baptized yet. That's not the, the case. Um, the righteous and wicked uh, people experience the same challenges, headaches, flat tires, uh, you know, uh, problems of frozen pipes, <laughs> uh, heaters not working right, uh, uh, all uh, uh, nearsightedness and running out of gas, uh, bursitis and squeaky brakes. Uh, everyone deals with these things of humanity and uh, high blood pressure and creaky knees. And oh my, we all experience those things. Why am I experiencing that when I have Give myself, I've been faithful to church all my life, and I've lived for God. I've been a good man. Or the devil will come and say, now I tell you why it's because of something, you know, and and uh, he'll he'll remind you of some time that you stumbled and maybe you failed. And he said, that's why it's all about, uh, uh, you know, uh, there are universal truths that speak to all humanity. Um, you know, Noah was spared from the destruction of the flood, and yet one day he died. And every individual who God has favored and blessed, each one of them have died, um, except for two exceptions, and that's Enoch and Elijah. Even Lazarus was raised from the dead, and people came where he was just to see him. He was he was a, uh, a, you know, a sideshow at a carnival, as far as they is concerned. He he wanted they wanted to come see this man that was dead for days, and now he's alive again and healthy. And look, there he is. He's over there eating whatever it was he was eating, and they they probably stared at him, and he probably felt like uh, you know, get your cameras out of here, get your video out of here. I I want to just live my life. But you know what? He died again. Now, you don't read about that. It was this time that Jesus was there and he, he rose him from the dead. And so uh, all the apostles died. Every individual who God has favored and blessed, uh, Enoch and Elijah are the only two that did not die. Enoch was not, and the Lord took him. And Elijah went up in a whirlwind, and uh, the Lord took him. And, and so... Uh, uh, Jesus himself suffered unspeakable pains, and and he died. And uh, even in modern times, the most powerful, faithful, and godly people. But uh, being saved does not prevent you from getting sick. And having faith does not prevent you from sickness. And there's not one thing that can make you immune from the curse of death or any of those things that work death in our mortal body. 
and there is a paradox wrapped wrapped up in every uh, principle of faith. And uh, uh, God even uses people and the gifts and those same people that had that gift of healing may be sick themselves. It's it's unique how that God does that and how he does that. And, and uh, one of the most uh, uh, challenging things uh, uh, may be that uh, uh, you can see that God uh, still loves them. And uh, Job was a, a most favored of God and even brought it up to Satan and says, have you considered my servant Job? Then all that trouble came upon him, and he serves as an object lesson on how we should deal with loss and sickness. And uh, is it possible that that's uh, the purpose of the book of Job? And so God wanted to teach every succeeding generation of men and women who would be righteous and holy in the eyes of God. He wanted to teach us. And, and so when we when we look, uh, we, we look at the scripture and we understand uh, that there's some things that we ought to know. I, I've come to tell somebody this morning, though, that it does not take away that God still has healing. He still has healing in the body. It is still here. God will touch people. God will heal them. I've not said that. I think sometimes we want to stick our head in the sand. We don't want to ever mention that someone ever, you know, died of a sickness or whatever. That doesn't change the matter. That doesn't. Paul, one time he he told about it. I don't have it marked right here, but but Paul said uh, uh, he left somebody uh, because they were sick. He he left them somewhere. They weren't traveling in his entourage of, of ministry. But uh, he said, I've left them. They, they were sick. And and, uh, and, and so uh, when, when you see that, uh, uh, Paul, who was used of God in the miraculous, and God did great things uh, through his ministry, and yet there was somebody that was still sick. Um, and, and so uh, what do you do? You pray. Um, you remember that God is still able. Um, uh, I, I want to say this, uh, Brother uh, Stanley Chambers, who used to be the general superintendent um, of the United Pentecostal Church. We we love Brother Chambers uh, uh, here in Palmyra. Uh, he came a few times to preach for us. And um, I'll tell you what a what a wonderful, humble man, and uh, that he would come to our city and uh, and do that. And of course, that was after he was retired from being the general superintendent, and uh, he uh, had other ministry that he did. But but uh, what a wonderful man of God, and uh, all his experience and the things that he uh, brought to the table was such a blessing. He had a son that died of cancer. And uh, after he died, he stood in the pulpit. Brother Brother Chambers stood in the pulpit, and this is what he said. He says, I believe God still heals. Woo! I'm telling you, that'll encourage you. That'll let you know God can. He's going to do it again, folks. He's going to do it again. God's going to do great things. 
things. You don't know what God has in store. Um, you don't know the things that God's going to do. I tell you, God is going to do it. There are challenges that we face. And, and I don't believe there's anything that is beyond the abilities of God. God has all power in heaven and in earth. Um, I have seen him heal of cancers. It's happened in my own precious wife. God has healed her of cancer. Um, uh, God has done so. Uh, the, uh, the the amazing thing was when uh, uh, her doctor, I won't say the name, uh, the one that cared for her, but uh, uh, thought she had uh, uh, a, a cancer, a, a female cancer, and and uh, she was so confident. She said, now we've got to do a procedure first, and then we would decide how we're going to approach in dealing with this matter, how extensive the surgery but this is definitely there. And she had all the evidence that it was there. And so that day was just a simple procedure to uh, to go further and to determine how much and how far. And uh, I, and so I was there at the uh, the uh, surgery center right down in Hannibal. Uh, and uh, uh, the doctor came and they said the procedure's over and wanted to talk to me. And came in and she said, Mr. Axton, Mr. Axton, I am so sorry. I don't know. I, I'm just not wrong about things like this, but I was wrong. She says, your wife is perfectly clean. There is nothing there at all. <laughs> I said, you don't have to apologize. No. Something has happened. We believe that the law, well, I guess we'll just say that that's what it was then. You know, she didn't know what to do. She didn't know how to approach it, but God took care of it and removed that. Woo, I'm telling you, that's what God can do. It's so simple. It's so easy. That wasn't the only time. That was not the only time. A very experienced physician and another condition my wife had and uh and she went through a procedure and the doctor come in and he just announced she's got cancer and uh it, it, you're stunned and we've got to have another procedure here and and uh it was all arranged and guess what he come in apologetically apologetic i uh, he was wrong and, and uh it was not what he said it was and and uh, oh i'm telling you friend you don't have to accept these things all the time just put it god you're able to help us um, you're able right now um, oh there's other things and surgeries my wife has gone through and and uh she has experienced conditions and she's gone through things with uh ms that was uh diagnosed late in life and and uh uh not most people get it diagnosed much younger but she was she was uh uh older for those patients um, in in uh in comparison and so uh she she's gone through that she's had surgery in her back and necks and her, her neck and and uh but even the little things along the way that makes us know that god can when when they could not determine what was causing her to lose her ability in her hand, it was drawing up. She was losing her ability. It was looking like this. She couldn't straighten her hand out. And 
her piano playing had come to an end and and she's like what what's going on and and i i can't use this and it was affecting one side of her body and it's like she's having a stroke and they said no it's not a stroke we don't know we don't know where this is coming from and one day at the hospital they had taken uh mri and x-rays whatever it was and and uh uh, they they searched. They could not find it. They did not know what to do. The doctor I'm talking about didn't know what to do or what it was. And he was studying it. He was he was honest with this. He I, I can't figure this out. I don't know what it is. And so uh, uh, when when he stepped out, my wife and I had a prayer. We had our own little prayer meeting right there, and it was simply this: We asked God, Lord. Let them find out what it is. I'm telling you, five minutes after he walked out, he come back in. He said, hey, come here. I want you to come back to my office. I want to show you something. I have found it. <laughs> after weeks, we prayed a simple prayer. And in five minutes, God answered. He said, I have found what it is right here. Look right there. That's your problem. And he pointed to the x-ray. He said, your nerves are pinched. And that's what's causing all this. And we need to correct that. Oh, I'm telling you, is God able? God is able. I'm telling you, folks, I'm preaching this morning that God is a healer. God is a healer of all diseases. God is a healer. There's miracles in our church. There's wonderful things. Uh, several years years ago, out on Lisa Road, Lee uh, Jackson was preaching. And, and uh, he told us, he said, Brother Axton, this was the first time that the uh, gift of faith was in operation like it did in his ministry like it was, and it happened right here in Palmyra. Leona Pierce was her name, and, and she came to church as precious lady. And since then, she's gone on to meet a reward uh, to the Lord. But uh, uh, the, she came to church that night, and and uh, she showed my wife. Uh, she said, feel this. And she held her arm there, and she said, feel that big knot. Uh, something had come up on her on her arm. Uh, and uh, she said, I'm going to get prayed for tonight. That's just that simple. And she sat down and service ensues. And, and uh, Brother Jackson preached and he began to call. He says, for people that want prayer tonight. She got up and started down that short aisle, that little building. She started down that aisle and uh, she started rubbing her arm like that. And he said, it's gone isn't it? <laughs> she said, yeah. She turned around and walked back. He didn't lay hands on her. He didn't come over and rebuke anything. There was nothing. It was the gift of faith. She had heard the word and God touched her in faith. Woo, I'm telling you, it disappeared like that. That's what God can do. That's what God can do. Oh, I'm I'm excited about it. So somewhere there was a video recently of a, a, a young man that was being baptized and uh he was blind. And uh uh and when he went down in the water, he come up and it, it, you could tell he was talking to whoever had just baptized him. This video showed it and they explained it later. 
and he's looking around and and he's he's pointing and and uh, God opened his eyes when he went down in water in Jesus name God healed his eyes you don't know what God is going to do uh, amen we say the soul uh, amen is healed and yes it is um, we say your sins are remitted and yes it is um, but God did something more that day um, and he healed his eyes and opened the blinded eyes and can God still do it I tell you God can do it. Praise God. When is he going to do it? I don't know, but you don't give up hope. You don't give up faith. You keep believing that God is able. Somebody said this, and I borrowed this morning. Faith is not about everything turning out okay. It's about being okay no matter how everything turns out. You know what you're doing? You're saying, I still believe he's in control. I still believe that God can. And I still believe in everything he's done for me. When God touches you, you rejoice in it. You testify of it. You tell what God has done. You encourage others what the Lord is able. Praise God. Uh, what amazes me, is uh, and uh, let me just go there. Uh, I'm going to share uh, uh, something about uh, from the scripture again, just real briefly here. I want to go to the uh, uh, book of Acts. In the book of Acts, uh, I think it's chapter three. Uh, let's go there. Uh, amen. Yes. Now, uh, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. That was about three in the afternoon. Okay. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Now, what I want to point out to you is this right here. I want you, I want you to look at this. Uh, the Bible says he was lame from his mother's womb. That means all his life. And it says, they laid him daily at the gate of the temple. Now, how many times do you think Jesus was in that, in that same place? Somewhere near, that man may have been there. How many times did Jesus walk into that temple? How many times maybe even walked by? I don't know. I don't know. It makes me wonder. But you know what? Now, here comes Peter and John. Woo! Praise God. This is his day. This is his opportunity. You know what? You may have been all your life with something, that, and you felt like, uh, you know, uh, maybe you've accepted it. I don't know. But maybe you was even at places where others were being healed and you weren't. But it doesn't mean that it's not your time. Praise God. God can do great and wonderful things. I'm preaching this for somebody that needs to hear a message of hope, a message that God can. He still heals. He's still a miracle worker. God is still able to help you. It may be that it's not just physical. Maybe you've got a, 
a, a financial need. Maybe you've got um, uh, a need in your family. Um, I tell you, God is still able to do great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Oh, the amazing wonders of what God can do. When you walk into our church, if you've never been to our church, uh, uh, let me tell you something. When you walk into our church, there's something beautiful. You look around and you see the people and you will look at them. I'm telling you, if you don't know them, you will look at them and say to yourself, these people have lived a pretty good life. Oh, how wrong you are. How wrong you are. You don't know where they came from. You don't know their past. You don't know what they used to be. You don't know. But all the scripture tells us, it tells us in the beauty of God's word, it tells us what he is and what he's able to do for us. Praise God, how great and wonderful is our God. Let me, let me, oh, I, I got to share something, one more thing with you, if I can. Hey, man, let me just share this with you. Now, in the uh, scripture, I want to go to 1 Corinthians. I'm going to the New Testament. I'm going to chapter 6. Now, let's just start here, and I'm going to show you something, something very beautiful here. Amen. Uh, the Bible says, know ye not the unrighteous, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. I want you to note how it gives these descriptive terms. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Woo. Listen, here it is. And such were some of you. <laughs> That's what they used to be. What happened to them? But you're washed, you're sanctified, and you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I'm telling you, that's what God does for you. And that's who you see in our church. You see people that used to be. They used to be. Oh, hallelujah. They used to be. But God is able. He's so able. You'll see people that used to be very sick, but they've been healed. You see people that God raised up. Amen. Some, some raised up from very sick conditions, but God raised them up. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not God. I can't tell you why he does one thing and not another. I can't tell you. All I can tell you is it's in him. Everything I need is found in him. What a great God I serve. Such were some of you. That's what you used to be. Such were some of you, but you're washed, you're sanctified. You're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I serve a God that's able. Praise God. Folks, I'm going to invite you to pray. I'm going to invite you to believe the Lord. If I'm talking to somebody that may be in the hospital today, I may be talking to somebody that's very sick. I'm here to encourage you. God's your healer. He's your, still your healer. 
He can walk in at that bedside. He can lay his hand upon you. As a matter of fact, he's there already because he's omnipresent. If you just believe that he will touch you, if you just if you just ask and trust him, trust him today. We're going to ask again. We're going to believe again. You prayed before. We can pray again. Hallelujah. That's what God can do because it happens again. I'm trusting the Lord. I am trusting the Lord. Is it a is it a, a broken bone? God can help you. Is it a condition uh, of the mind? God can heal you. I, I didn't even share with you the scripture uh, from from the book of Luke, but uh, the the scripture tells us uh, uh, that uh, uh, he came to heal the brokenhearted. Amen. And uh, when he he came to heal the brokenhearted, I I want you to know that that's what uh, he's still doing today. Praise God. Uh, he, he did this for us um, in Luke 4 and 18. I, I read that, and uh, I'll just share that with you. Uh, amen. Uh, I like uh, sharing uh, on this uh, when, I, when I learn how to do it. Praise God. But uh, Luke chapter 4, and I'm going to read, uh, uh, let's read verse 18. Uh, Jesus said this. He's reading it. Uh, but uh, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He hath sent me uh, uh, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Woo. That's what the Lord does. He's going to do. Are you in there? I believe you're in there somewhere. Amen. Uh, we need the gospel preached to us. He sent, he sent to heal the brokenhearted. That's right. Listen to it. Deliverance to the captive sight, to the blind liberty to them that are bruised. You know what a bruise is? A bruise is when you've been struck, but you're internally bleeding. It's blood not flowing from your skin, but it's it's within. There are emotional wounds that can come to us, wounds that hurt and wounds that can be very harmful, and you carry them. I'm going to tell you, you don't have to carry them all your life. You don't have to. He can heal you of that. I, there's there's people that's been saved that still carry wounds. They still carry bruises. They still carry the things that remind them every day of what happened to them. But, oh, friend, God wants to heal you. Whew, God wants to heal you. Praise God. Oh, I wish I had time to talk about the Corey Ten Booms. That, uh, I say that in a multiple uh, way because it's more than just her. It's so many that have been through things, but they found their deliverance. Praise God. Jesus, I come to you today. I'm asking you that you would help. I'm asking you would deliver and minister to these. There's somebody that may be sick. They, they're running a fever. Lord, they're, they're hurting. I'm praying for them right now in the name of Jesus. 
lay your hand upon them and touch them. I'm praying for that one that is maybe uh, uh, something has happened to them and and uh, maybe they were in an accident. Maybe they fell. Whatever it was, their their body is broken. I'm praying for healing to come to them. I'm praying for that one that is carrying emotional wounds because they've been abused and bruised. And I'm praying for healing. I'm praying for a spiritual healing. I'm praying for something to come to them and they will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that something happened and it's because you touched them. Let it be from the top of the head to the sole of their feet. Let it be, Lord, in their soul, their seat of emotions. I pray for their mind. I pray, God, for them. You would help them. In the name of Jesus, let them become a source of healing for others that they can tell others, Lord, what they you did for them. And it can happen to others. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I pray for that unsaved soul this morning. I ask you, Lord, to help them in the name of Jesus. Let me just uh, say this. Uh, if you have not repented, uh, ask the Lord to forgive you. I'm telling you, he's there right now to forgive you. And if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, would you get a hold of us? Or let us help find someone for you to help you get baptized in the name of Jesus. Oh, friend, the scripture tells us in the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, praise God. We read there in in this wonderful uh, scripture, something that uh, is beautiful. Uh, and it, it's the response that uh, the scripture tells us uh, happened when uh, they they heard uh, Peter preach. And when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, here it is. Uh, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts 2 and verse 37. And the answer is right here in Acts 2 and 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Woo. He goes on, he says, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Amen. So he said, Repent. And then he said, Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And he then said, Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now this gift of the Holy Ghost is called the promise. That's right. Because you find that, uh, uh, you find that back in, uh, uh, chapter, uh, uh, chapter one. Amen. And when you go to chapter one, you find uh, Jesus talking, uh, right here. Um, you find him talking, uh, in, uh, in verse four and being assembled together with him, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait. There it is, for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, you've heard of me. In other words, I told you about. 
And then he tells what it is. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. It's going to be soon. You're going to get the Holy Ghost. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. And it's for you. Friend, I want you to have it. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, can I receive the Holy Ghost at home? Can this happen at home? I said, it sure can. It sure can. I remember Jess Bills. Uh, he called me about three o'clock in the morning. He said, Brother Axton, I just got the Holy Ghost. Woo. Oh, friend, I'm telling you, he was excited, and I was awake then. <laughs> Amen. Uh, because he was thrilled that God filled him with the Holy Ghost right there at home in his bed. Uh, I don't know what happened, uh, but something happened. Uh, he woke up, and he began to pray, and God filled him with the Holy Ghost. Isn't God good? Praise the Lord. Ah, uh, what the Lord can do, and he can do it for you, friend. Jesus I pray you would keep those and help those that need you. God, I pray that they would reach out to us and help us to help them. We just give you praise. You're a mighty God. Baptize. Let this be a year of blessing that's going to come to many. And we ask in Jesus' name, amen to God. Amen to God. Folks, I love you. Thank you so much for joining with us today. I pray 